Help me honor God's servant in the house. Pastor Olushade Paul Rotswa, thank you so much. Celebrate God in our life a little louder. Celebrate God a little louder. Celebrate God a little louder. Celebrate God a little louder. It is your time for testimony. It is your time for a miracle. Celebrate God a little louder. Don't wait until we pray. Don't wait until I share the word. Don't wait. Don't wait. Celebrate God. It's already done. Your miracle is yours. It's already done. Celebrate God. Oh, hallelujah. No, it's not time to sit down yet. You are going to celebrate God like you are the only one in this room. I know you came in maybe with an ambulance and you are about to give up. But this minute, God is changing your story. I want you to give God a shout like you are the only one in this room. Celebrate God a little louder. Father, we enthrone you. We enthrone you. Oh! We enthrone you, Jesus. We enthrone you, Jesus. We enthrone you, Jesus. We believe for a miracle, Lord. We receive with thanksgiving to you, O God. We exalt you because you alone are worthy. In Jesus' mighty name, we have given thanks. In Jesus' mighty name, we have given thanks. In Jesus' mighty name, we have given thanks. Father, we proclaim that you are the one. You are the one that has showed us mercy. We proclaim that it is with you that we can stand. We proclaim that you are God that is making everything beautiful in our life. Thank you for all the testimonies that will abound. We exalt and enthrone you because we know you are God. Father, we trust in your capacity. We trust in your power. We trust in your name. Do what you alone can do this afternoon. Father, reign in this place. Do what you alone can do. Exalt and magnify yourself. In Jesus' mighty name, we have given thanks. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Please celebrate God and you may please be comfortably seated in God's presence. Hallelujah. From the impossible, I see possibility. From the impossible, I see possibilities. Please help me celebrate the women choir that we just listen to they are anointed thank you so much for that powerful song i want to celebrate god's shepherd in the room we celebrate pastor paul rotswa please help me celebrate pastor and i bring you greetings from my darling husband pastor david adioye whom i fondly call my own divine compensation it is my divine compensation just like god will divinely compensate you because you are here I say, my God will divinely compensate you because you are here. See, the fact that you made it here or you are connected online, today is the day that launches you into that miracle. In the name of Jesus, I say today launches you into that miracle in Jesus' name. Listen, the devil may have toiled with your life, but today, <laughs> today you are liberated in the name of Jesus. I am not praying. I am telling you what I know. I have been there. I have been there. So I, I tell you what I know. What I have experienced. Oh, I have touched him at the elm of his garment. I have seen God walk in my favor like never before. 
I have seen transformation. And there are several other transformations that will follow after this meeting in the name of Jesus. I say after this meeting, extraordinary women, you would have extraordinary miracles in the name of Jesus. You see those things that eyes have not seen, that one that ear has not heard, that has been made ready for them that love the Lord, will be made ready for you in the name of Jesus. It will be made ready for you in the mighty name of Jesus. I honor God's servant in the room and I thank you, Pastor, for inviting me. This is my second time here and I'm so happy to be here. And I know that because I made it here, hmm, God will take all the glory. I've been preparing for this meeting and two days ago, I woke up with pain in my neck. And they said, oh, you slept on your neck. So I just felt... The pain will subside. I mean, you just sleep on your neck. It's muzzle, right? It will subside. And I made a mistake to rub it. After massaging it, the pain doubled. And into yesterday morning, I couldn't sleep. So I told God, I said, I am on assignment this weekend. And so pain cannot hold me captive. I told God, I said, because you have sent me, let there be a miracle. So yesterday I was in the hospital. It was so bad, I couldn't sit, I couldn't stand. But glory be to God, here I am standing. And because I made it here, I know that God is up to something. And it will liberate you, it will deliver you. I don't want you to get carried away maybe by certain things. I want you to see God in action. Because God Almighty will meet with you in the name of Jesus. Do I have women in the room who believe for a miracle? Do you believe for a miracle? Do you believe for a miracle? Are you expectant this afternoon? See, I want you to be expectant. I want you to please be expectant because the depth of your expectation determines how big your miracle is going to be. But I know and I'm sure that the miracle that God has made ready for them that love him is huge. It can't be compared to the one that man can give to you. I know that you have been loving. I know that you have been doing everything that you are asked to do. I know that you have been serving God. But guess what? Ha! That which has been prepared for you will be handed over to you today. In the name of Jesus. Please do not miss where to say amen. amen. Do you know Rebecca? Rebecca was just any girl. Beautiful dancer. Serving. Fetching water. Probably for her parents. Fetching water. For the neighborhood. She goes to the well. Fetches water. Take it back home to go and bath, to go and shower, or do anything. But there was a particular day. Just as I know, a particular day is coming for your enthronement. In the name of Jesus. Enthronement in your business. Enthronement in your career. Enthronement in your ministry. In the name of Jesus. So there was a need. A major need. Moses needed a wife. So Abraham, his father, sent his servant with gold, silver, beautiful things, and a camel, and sent and said, go to my hometown, go and fetch for me a wife for my son. And the servant went on this big assignment, as somebody is going to go on assignment because they want to bless you. I say someone right now is going on assignment, and they will not be able to sit still until they deliver your blessing. And so he was just going, he was going, and he said to himself, ha, this big assignment that my master has given to me, I pray in the name of Jesus that the first lady, the first extraordinary woman, the first woman in yellow, the first woman looking beautiful and radiant that I will see on this journey, let her be the one. I decree and declare in that industry, when they are looking for the perfect one, it will be you. 
Oh, it's going to be for that person who shouts a bigger amen. When they are looking for the right plug, it will be you. And so he said, when I get there, the woman that I see and I ask to fetch water will be the one. I know you have been fetching the water. Today is not going to be like any other day. I don't know if I'm allowed to. Will the camera still be able to cover? Okay. You have been, you have been fetching water. You've been going every day. It's been like every other day. You've been serving. It's been like every other one. Every other service. You've been praying. It's been like every other prayer. You've been fasting. You've been crying, traveling in prayer. And then everybody's asking you, so where's the result? After today, the results will be too visible. They won't even want to ask you. Every time they say congratulations, you'll be like, which one? You'll be like, which one? Because when the Lord <laughs> shall turn again, the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. That is how it's going to be to you. It's going to be too good to be true. Let me, maybe I should just share my testimony. You see that beautiful profile they read? That wasn't me 10 years ago. The me 10 years ago was the me on the tabloid. Where they'll put me side by side with people that do not know their God. And then they'll label me, all kinds of labeling. And I looked at my life and said, how did I get here? How did I get here? Sumbo, tongue-talking, spirit-filled, member of the choir. How did you get yourself here? But thank God today. For there is therefore no condemnation for them who are in Christ Jesus. There is no condemnation for you. I don't want to know what your past looks like. It's irrelevant. If it was relevant for this future, it will not be in your past. So if you have been crying and wailing over what you used to be, guess what? News flash. That is the least you can ever be. It is the least you can ever be. Because this day at the scent of water, everything that needs restoration in your life, everything that needs transformation in your life, they receive strength right now in the name of Jesus. I said they receive strength in the mighty name of Jesus. I know you have been waiting. I know that you have been weeping. You've been crying over those things. I decree and declare that today is your day. So, when the servant of Abraham got to the well, this beautiful damsel walked up to him and he said to her, can you please fetch me water to drink? And just as she has been serving, she just fetched him water. And then he went a notch more and asking him for more. I'll be asking her for more. He said, can you give my donkeys water? And guess what? If you're going to give an animal water, I was told when I did my research that it has to be several buckets of water. So it's not like one, a cup of water. No, for animals, you go back and fetch again. You go back and fetch again. I know those things have been testing your temperament. <laughs> I know it's been testing your faith. It's been testing your hope. It's been testing your patience. Oh, the more you dig deep into the world, the more you pray and travel in prayer, this morning you will hit it in the name of Jesus. Oh, you have been doing it. You have been praying. It's not going to be too much because at the end of it, God will deliver your testimony to you in Jesus name so she fetched and gave them water gave the animal water did everything guess what he said to her take me to your house 
I want to meet your parents. Because there's a big gift that has been earmarked for you. There is greatness that has been set aside for your name. There is promotion that has been set aside for your name. There are children, intelligent children, that God has placed for you. It has been assigned to you, so there is nothing else you need to do. It will be given to you. In the name of Jesus. You, you know I told you that they had set aside the gold and the silver for her. It has been set aside. So it wasn't when she was fetching water. No, no, no. It wasn't when she was giving the servant water. No, 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 no. My God will credit to you the reward of your service to him. The reward of your service. The one you did two years ago. The one you did three years ago. The one you did five years ago. The one you did last night. The one you did this morning. My God will credit the reward to you this day in the name of Jesus. He had made up his mind. Your reward is here. Everything you need to do to activate it. This morning you will do it. You will do it. This morning you will do it. When it's time for you to dance, you dance. When it is time for you to shout, you shout. When it is time for you to pray, you pray. When it is time for you to do anything, you do it. Because you're activating your reward this day in the name of Jesus. If we look at the scripture, we see what water signifies. But water does not have sense now. If the water in your house has smell, you won't drink it. But the Bible says in Job, at the scent of water. Scent ke? <laughs> if your water has... <laughs> The smell of Turari, you won't drink it. You won't even pour it on your body. Because water has no smell. Water does not have smell. But it has power. When you need to be refreshed, and you are driving on the street of Lagos, and you see this cold, chill water, you just want to buy. You just want to drink. Because it will do what? It will refresh you. If somebody wants to faint now, they'll just take water, splash it on the person's face because what is capable of raising that person up again today via the word. Everything that needs to be refreshed in your life receives refreshing. Everything that needs to jack up in your life receives life. In the name of Jesus, I know that you have been waiting for this day long enough. I pray in the name of Jesus because of the grace of God that I carry for hope. Receive hope for a fresh start. I say receive hope in the name of Jesus. Receive hope in the mighty name of Jesus. And guess what? That day, our life changed. That day, the life of our family members changed. That day, it's not possible for their neighbors not to know that something has happened. That particular day is not possible. It's not possible for everybody in that land to not know that they brought gold and silver for someone. Just as this day, before you get home, oh, there's going to be a news flash. Because God would have done something great in your life. There will be a news flash. As you are stepping in now, they'll be congratulating you. They'll be congratulating you. I know your case looks like it is finished, but it's not finished. Tap your neighbor, it's not over. Even when it limps late, it is not over yet. How do I know? When Lazarus died, Martha and Mary were crying. 
Where is Jesus? Where is Jesus now? Ah, first day, Jesus, where are you? Second day, Jesus, where are you? Third day, Jesus, where are you? Fourth day, they're like, guy, he's been dead and buried four days now. You are late. <laughs> Just like some people are already telling you. You have passed menopause. You can't have baby. You are late. Some people are telling you, you're already 30 now. The people that are virgins, 32, they have not even seen a husband. For you, 30, 35, 40, you're looking for, guess what? <laughs> you're not late. If it is late, it's because God wants to come big. My God will come big for you. When I was believing God for the fruit of the womb, I had had two kids outside wedlock. The ones I didn't prepare for. I had them like this. You know that kind of pregnancy that, hey, you want to hide it, but you can't hide it because God did it that way. But I had them. So years later, when I now got married, and you know, now I'm legally allowed to have sex and have baby. The pregnancy was just flashing me, flashing me, flashing me. Just as pregnancy has been flashing some people, but it's not joko. It can be very painful. It is monthly disappointment, 12 times in a year, 12 times in a year for as long as you have waited. So if you have waited for two years, it is 12 disappointments times two. If you have waited five years, 12 disappointments times five. You miss your period one day and you're already rejoicing. Father Lord, I thank you for this baby that is growing in me. And in the third day, you see your period again and you start crying. Or for you, you don't even see your period at all. You are waiting. Period, where are you? One year, two years, your period is going to show up. It's going to show up in the name of Jesus. Whether you miss your period or you don't miss your period, you would have your babies. In the mighty name of Jesus. You would carry your own babies. In the mighty name of Jesus. Every disappointment, we cancel it now by the blood of Jesus. We draw a bloodline in the name of Jesus. You would carry your own baby in the mighty name of Jesus. So every year, my husband would dedicate other people's children. They will come for Thanksgiving. You carry everybody's children. You carry it. Dedicate them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And you know how people would keep asking, where is his own? For 13 years, he carried other people's babies. For 15 years, he carried other people's baby. For 20 years, he carried other people's baby. Guess what? On the 21st year, he became a father of baby. I remember then. I was in the hospital in America. There was a particular miscarriage I had. Thank you very much. There was a particular miscarriage that I had that I didn't think it was going to be a miscarriage. You know how we are now. Faith-filled people. This baby, I will carry this baby to them. <laughs> it's a good prayer. But it is only God that finishes to start. And it is the baby that is yours. That he will give to you. See. Sometimes. Issues, tribulations and trials. Come to your life. 
And it's not because you are not a good person. It's not because you're not prayerful enough. It's not because you're not tongue-talking enough. It's because God wants to use you as a sign. It's not everybody that has this beautiful story that I'm talking about. It's because there is a ministry attached to that mystery. And you have to go through it and come out. You have to survive it. And you will survive it in the name of Jesus. You see, that's, that situation will not kill you. That's what I have come to tell you. It won't kill you. You see that neck pain I had in the morning? See, I'm in the place of my office. I can't have neck pain. It's not possible. That thing that God has promised to you is yours already. You don't need any gymnastic. You don't need any other thing. It is yours. But it's for an appointed time. I used to tell a lot of people, business people, that you cannot admire somebody's progress to the point where you fast track your own. Everybody's own is for an appointed time. If you're a pregnant woman, you can't say, ha, I admire Sister BC that is already having a baby. That I had a baby last week. Ha, me, I'm three months pregnant. I want to fast track it and have my baby now. If you try to fast track it, what you would have is premature. And God comes complete. It's not a lot of confusion. He says it is nine months. Even if you don't have the baby in nine months, if he says it's time, it is time. But if it's not yet time, there is nothing you need to do or do more or do faster. So don't get yourself worked up. Just trust in his timing. Trust and obey him. There is no other explanation to it. It's just for his own appointed time. And when it is his time, it is his time. It will come and it will come big for you. So I went to America this particular year. I want to say it wasn't God's time, but I was pregnant because I asked God for the pregnancy. And I believe God gave me that pregnancy because it's not up to a man to be pregnant. So I got pregnant. And you know how people will tell you all kinds of stories. Ah, Sasumba, when you're pregnant, don't go out. Stay in the house. Don't go to church. There are eyes in church. They will remove it. Don't put your picture on social media because village people will come and remove it. I beg. <laughs> it is lack of faith. Some churches are full now because people are scared. They don't want to die tomorrow. And they feel if they come to church, they will not die. They feel, ah, if I pray, if I don't put my picture on social media, <laughs> the picture of all the presidents that we've ever had, whether they are good or whether they are not good, is everywhere. Village people did not kill them. But it is you. <laughs> it's you, go, 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 that they want to kill. No, no, no. Don't live your life in fear. So they say, don't go to church. Don't take any call. So I stayed at home. There was a particular time when I was believing God for the fruit of the womb. They say, after sex, just lie down. Raise your leg up. <laughs> ah. May you not have to wait for anything. I is very, very... Some people even tell my husband how to make love to me. It's, it's not a good place to be. But I decree and declare. You are coming out. You are coming out in the name of Jesus. Anyone that anything has humiliated, you are coming out stronger. You are coming out bigger. You are coming out better in the name of Jesus. So I went to America to have this baby. And you know, when you want to go and have your baby in America, you don't go with baby things. Because you believe once you have your baby there, you buy the baby things there. So I had shopped for baby things. And so I went for ultrasound. And they checked and checked and checked. And they kept asking me questions. Excuse me, when was the last time you said you lost your, missed your period? I told them. How long have you far gone? I told them. 
checked and checked and checked and checked and checked. He kept checking. I'm sorry, ma'am. I said, what's that? He said, there's no heartbeat. Ha. My heart did gege. There is no heartbeat, ke. I didn't come all the way from Nigeria to come here and come and evacuate baby. I came here to come and deliver my own baby. And so I said to God, I said, God, this baby cannot die. Guess what? Baby died. First year, had my pregnancy. Prayed, prayed, prayed. This baby will not. Yes, the baby died. Third year, pray, 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 pray. Had miscarriage. Fourth time, pray, pray, pray. Had miscarriage. You have prayed and prayed and prayed. It looks very difficult, right? You are coming out. It looks very difficult. It looks like the enemy has a sense of victory over your life, Abby. You are coming out. Guess what? God just wants your enemy to have a sense of victory. So that after they see that uh, first year, second year, they will just relax over your case. Then God will shock them. Because at the fifth year like this, the next pregnancy, I did photo shoots. I, they did baby shower for me. I posted it on Facebook. I told God, this one is our victory together. And if I lose this one, it's our shame together. Guess what? I went to America. When I had that baby, my husband was in the room. The baby came out like this and they said, oh, he looks just like his father. And after 21 years of delay, my God came big because I had a son. And he looks exactly like his father. A perfect child, a beautiful baby. 22 months later, I had another one, a baby girl. And that's how my God is going to change your life in the name of Jesus. It will happen in a jiffy. You won't even know. You just look back and say, ah, 21 years of delay. It's now over. You look at me and be like, ah, 20, now I'm the one begging the doctor and say, family planning, let's do family planning. I remember the day my husband followed me to the hospital and told the doctor, doctor, ah, this one that is now back to back, how do we shut it down? My doctor looked at him and said, Pastor Adeoye, and you know, you, you can come here to tell us to shut the tank. That is how you continue to pour your oil and you will get out of that depth in the name of Jesus. That is how you continue to pour your skill. You pour and before you know, you become a billionaire in the name of Jesus. And that is how you are going to start traveling in prayer. And one day, my God will shock you like this. I remember when that widow that only had a jar of oil was in debt. She just wanted to bake cake for her children and just die. Because the, the people were going to come and carry her children as in replacement for the debt. I know you have been in debt, but there is something my God is going to open your eyes to. After this conference, your eyes will be open. You will see those potentials that you carry. You see everything that God has put on your inside, but you did not value because it came to you easily. Oh, like that woman said, it's just a jar of oil. I don't have anything. Oh, you have something. All you just need is relationship. You need relational capacity because when God was going to change our story, he said to, through the prophet and told them, tell your sons to go and borrow many vessels. If they didn't greet their neighbors, no vessel, no. If they were carrying their shoulder like this, I want to hear prophets. No vessel. In this situation, your relationship is tested. Your relationship capacity is tested. Do you greet? Are you kind? Do you love your neighbor as yourself? Or you carry your shoulder. 
When the prophet said, go and borrow many vessels, we now knock. Mommy, Shade. Shenibo. <laughs> if you have been greeting, that's the day we will know. If you have been kind, if you've been a good Christian, that's the day we will know. Yeah, Shade, Shenibo. Ah, Mommy, Bisi, Anibolo, we have bowl. How many do you want? 20. Take 20. If you have been obedient to the word, that's when we will know. Go and borrow vessel. You will not say, I say I have a jar of oil. You say I should borrow vessel. Are we going to fetch water inside? You would obey. So they went and borrowed many vessels. And they borrowed and borrowed. The prophet said, shut the door. And so they shut the door. If you are waiting for the title of my message, they have almost finished the message. <laughs> so they shut the door. And the prophet said, keep pouring. I've come to tell you this morning, keep believing. Keep trusting. Keep hoping. Keep believing. That it did not happen in your time does not mean it will not happen. It will happen. Oh, she kept pouring. She kept pouring. She kept pouring. This first jar filled. She kept pouring. Second jar filled. Third jar filled. Everything filled. And the prophet said to them, go, sell this oil. Pay your debt. I'm sure she paid and she still had more. Today you would have more. In the name of Jesus. Because you are here at the Extraordinary Women's Conference, you will not be in debt. I say my God will open your eyes to everything that you carry that will become fruitful in you. It will become fruitful in you. In the name of Jesus. And as you keep pouring, you keep pouring everything that you need to multiply them, my God will reveal them to you. In the name of Jesus. And she was out of debt. You too, you are coming out of debt. Oh, you are coming out of debt in the name of Jesus. Hey, the resilience you need to continue to open God. Receive that strength in the name of Jesus. Because it may look like, my husband waited for the fruit of the womb for 21 years. And after 21 years, God gave him two children in the space of 22 months. Did you see that recap? Very short, 10 seconds. It's not easy. It's not easy. I'm not going to stand here and tell you that it's easy. It's not. It's a test of faith. And a test of faith will cost you something. It will almost want to take your life and your hope and everything. So you have to continue to hope. And hold on to the sure word of prophecy. Hold on to it. His words are yes and amen. It will not fall to the ground and fail. Power belongs to God. It doesn't belong to anybody. You don't have to climb mountain or hit your head on the floor. God is a good God. You don't need, you don't need gymnastics. See, you see the world has become so... Because of how we are as Africans, if they don't put gymnastics, if I'm rolling on the floor, now I'm sure some people would have been rolling on the floor by now. Well, I'm speaking in a finesse way, and you think you can't catch your miracle. Receive your miracle in the name of Jesus. You will catch it. Some people have caught it already. Because as at the time, before I had my baby, somebody came to my house because they cared so much. The person told me, ah, it's because I care. Eh, you have been married at least just give our pastor a child even if he's one even if he's one <laughs> do you think I've been sitting down doing nothing and guess what because I already had two children and I'm very pretty am I not pretty 
They just thought I didn't want to spoil my fitness. They thought that, that somebody does not want to spoil her fitness. Because she has children already, so she's okay. Pastor has been waiting. Please just give our pastor baby. <laughs> Church people, be kind with your words. You don't know what people are going through. It's definitely not just about you. They are going through so much. And the best you can do is to be an encourager. When they meet with you and they listen to the words you say, don't be the thief that will strip them of all the remaining hope in their life. Don't be that person that will strip them of all the trust that they have in God. Encourage them. So, the person said, I have come also that you can follow me <laughs> to go and pray somewhere because I'm sure if you go and pray in that place, God will do it. That's like some of you are running up and down, going to go and pray somewhere. The Bible says, wherever two or three are gathered in my name, if you gather in your bathroom, in his name, he's there. If you gather anywhere, in your car, in his name, he's there. So I said to her, I said, thank you very much, ma. I really, really appreciate you. I did not say it like this, so I'm just faking it here. <laughs> because somebody will not come to your house and tell you that kind of thing, and you'll be all kind and nice. <laughs> thank you so much. No. You will row and tell them that I know my God. And he that will do it has already done it. I didn't know I was pregnant. I did not miss my period. I didn't think there was anything. I just told the person. I wrote it in my book. BC, do you have my book there? Let me show you. I wrote it in my book. I said to her, I said, sorry. I said, thank God. Because that thing you want us to go and pray about, God has already done it. She now said, eh, hey, God has already done it. I said, yes, I'm about to do alone. When she left, I said, God, I've enthroned you already. Glorify your name over this testimony. I didn't say more than that. I didn't cry. There's no point crying. He's a, he has done it. You are the one that is just living in the reality of what he has already finished that you are starting. You know, it takes nine months. And sometimes... First week, second week, third week, you don't even know you're pregnant. So I want to feel that around that period when she came to my house, I was maybe in the first week or say, maybe it was even that day, go, 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 go. Maybe it was the word that I spoke that became flesh and dwelt amongst us. Maybe it was the fact that I said, this is a finished work. That it became a finished work. What words are you saying? Are you believing but doubting? You have to believe and speak the victory that you want to see. So after six months, you know, it's six months that for skinny people like me, six months, that's when the belly will come out. For skinny people, you won't know. Even fat people, you will not know. Maybe fat people, nine months. That's when you just see something round. For skinny people, six months, the belly came out. And the same set of people came to my house again. Ah, Father Lord, we thank you. But please, quickly go to America. Let them go and remove it and put it in the incubator. <laughs> so that you will not lose this baby. Be careful who you listen to. Be careful whose counsel you receive in this season of your life. This is a very unique season for you, honestly. Because I'm sure that God gave Pastor Shade this word. This is a very unique season. Be very careful. So they don't terminate your blessing. So they don't terminate that testimony. So, they came again. 
And she go and remove it. Oh, ah, God has done this one. That's how you not listen. All you millennials, we are telling you something that. Just thank you, Jesus. That is done. I said, okay. And she gone him and they left. I did photo shoots. I posted my picture. So people say, ah, take that picture down. Take that picture down. Ah, don't let them put their eye on what eye are they putting on what God has already completed? Haven't you guessed that Kim Kardashian will be pregnant and put her belly like this on social media? How many followers do you have? That you are scared? Kim Kardashian, eh? They will even post naked. Rihanna too, we post naked and put her breath. They will even put it on tabloids, on paper. They are in America. You heard about them in Lagos, Nigeria. But your own, don't put it on Facebook. What they are trying to say is that don't leave at all. Because when you come out, people will see you now. I said to God, I said, I know that you have completed this. But guess what? Because of the recurrence of the miscarriages, my faith shook. So I'm not going to stand here and tell you like, eh, just confess, just confess. Yes, I was scared. It got to the particular month when I used to lose the other pregnancy. My faith was shaking like God. Will this happen again? I, don't, I didn't remember when I just mentioned it in the kitchen and my son was there. And she, he said to me, he said, Mommy, uh-uh, why are you afraid? <laughs> don't you have faith? It's better for you not to believe God at all than for you to now say you believe God but you are scared. The moment he said those words back to me, it was like a reset. Ah, that's true. I can't trust God and be scared. You can't have anxiety and be grateful at the same time. You can't be depressed and be thanking God at the same time. The two does not work together. So if you truly trust God and you trust in the efficacy of his power, fear automatically, it will disappear. You see, if we shut the lights in this room, if we shut the lights in this room and everywhere is dark, the moment we turn on the flashlight, what happens? Darkness disappears. When you trust God, absolutely. You trust him with your life. You trust him that he is able to do everything exceedingly and abundantly. Above all you can think, not ask. Fear cannot stay. It doesn't work that way. So I thank God for my son that day. I said, ah, that's why it's good to raise godly children. So that when you are scared, they can tell you the type of words that will help you out of that fear. So I started thanking God. I started jubilating for the baby I have delivered. I started thanking God for what he has finished that I'm still living in. And I had the baby. I had the baby, oh. Facebook picture, no Facebook picture. God delivered me a bouncing baby boy. Mountain to go and pray or one place to go and pray or no. God gave me his own. If you have not given birth to that child, it's because it's not yet time. If you had a miscarriage, it's because God took it away. Probably because it wasn't perfect. I remember asking the doctors in America, because we believe doctors in Nigeria may not, they may not have the expertise. So when I did that evacuation there, I asked them, what is causing all these miscarriages? They said, well, they don't have any explanation that it is nature's way of removing what is not perfectly formed. Or would you rather have that baby so they can say, Ekwe, one more, and for the rest of your life, you're carrying the baby from one place to another. Would you rather that one? If God comes late, he's going to come complete in your life. It won't give you an aft-baked miracle. It won't give you the kind of miracle that you will not be bold enough to, to share to the world. You will be happy. 
You'll be glad in what God has finished in your life. Just like when he gave me my own divine compensation, my husband. Because God is not an author of confusion. He will not give you another woman's husband. Though. So if you are eyeing another man's, another woman's husband, that's not God. No, that's not God. You are not going to be wife number two. <laughs> it's the truth. The amen pastor has declared into your life. Better say amen. amen. You will not be waiting for your turn. God forbid. God comes complete. When God gave me my own husband, even though I was a single mother, we did wife's wedding. I wore bridal gown. Because there are no rules. Are there rules? Uh? It's your choice. I wore my gown. I had bridal train. My two boys were my bridal train. Yes, I had them. They were. When Pastor married me with my two boys, one was going to be seven, one was going to be five. So they were little. They were very little. Come on, please help me celebrate my husband. <laughs> There is nothing they didn't tell him. They told him, Pastor Yuda, you are waiting on God for the fruit of the womb. Marry virgin. Marry virgin. Virgin is better. So that on the night of your wedding, you can conceive like this. He didn't marry a virgin. No. I was the virgin that God already gave two kids for him. But he married me as though I was a virgin. See, when God delivers your own miracle to you, you will not need to struggle. You won't struggle. He loved me like I was a virgin. And he still does. We've been married, happily married now for over 10 years, man. Pastor still loves me. Guess what? The children that he adopted with me live with us. One of them now is studying in the UK. He's studying sports medicine. If he had said no to those children, then I said, no, it's only their mother that I'm marrying. I'm not marrying the children. He won't be the father of a, an undergraduate right now. Because the kids I had for him, they are still five and three. But because we, he adopted, you know, that's the way Jesus adopted us as his children. So they now tell you that you should adopt someone else. You'll be like, no, it's not my, don't be like that. Because you don't know tomorrow. Don't be like that. Thank God he didn't listen to what people were saying. Church people will raise prayer against me as a strange woman, even though I was the... So we need to be careful. When pastor married me, we lost almost half of the church. Yeah. I'm shocked. Are you shocked? I remember telling my husband then, who was my pastor, I said, is still my pastor? I said to him, I said, I don't want to be the reason why the church will scatter. Let me just go. He said, if everybody leaves, we will start again and God will build his church. After the people left, guess what? <laughs> oh, the church grew. Oh my God. The church grew so much that we now started having overflows. Three services. The facility could not contain us. The church grew so much that they that left came back, but their seats were already taken by more qualified people. See, what other world is mocking you right now? Don't be bothered though. Oh, they mocked me. They labeled me. But today, if not for that laboring, there won't be glory. If not for that label, if they had not called you a barren woman, having a child would not make a difference. 
Let them label you. Whatever labeling they want to label you. They are not God. God is going to come and eradicate that. You see, that labeling would be out of the way because of your testimony. And it will happen in the name of Jesus. It will happen in the mighty name of Jesus. Sometimes God brings you to a place and you don't even know how you got there or what to do there. My God will teach you what to do on the way to where he's taking you in the name of Jesus. It may look like the road is blocked. It may look like you are half dead. But I decree and declare at the center of water this morning, I decree and declare that you are revived in the name of Jesus. You are restored in the name of Jesus. Oh, you are restored in the name of Jesus. And so after God did all this to me, back to back, I said to God, I'm not going to keep this testimony to myself. Because sometimes when God has settled us, we hide it. Want to hide it. You are now shy. When you were praying and believing God, you were not shy. But now God has done, he wants to keep it. So that they don't steal it. What are they stealing? Go, 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 go. What exactly are they stealing? The one that they did. <laughs> or the one that God did. And gave to you as a sign. That you are supposed to put on the mountain top and be proud of it. Please do not forget. Because I know God has done something already. Don't forget to share that which God has done. Don't forget. Don't hide it. There is somebody out there who needs it as an encouragement. Who needs it as a faith booster. Who needs it as hope unto God. There is someone out there who needs it. How many of us have gardens behind our house? Or should I say something like, how many people have seen this? When you wash your tomato and you just pour it. Maybe you pour it in front of your house or at the back of your house. If you go back there, you just see some beautiful little leaves. They are burning up. I know they have written you off. But today, the rejected stone becomes the cornerstone in your life in the name of Jesus. You that they have rejected, they will come to come and consult with you. You that they sold to slavery, God will lift you up and enthrone you in that place. You that they had written off, they will come to consult with you. Because of the magnitude of what God will do. Oh, God will change your life. God will change your life. I believe I'm speaking to someone, my God will change your life. My God will change your life in the name of Jesus. My God will change your life in the mighty name of Jesus. Did you notice that I did not open my notes? Because while the choir was ministering, I just felt led to speak as the Holy Spirit has filled my mouth with. And I believe you have been blessed in the name of Jesus. I believe you have been blessed in the mighty name of Jesus. I want us to take these confessions real quick. Are you ready? Are you sure you are ready? I want you to jump up on your feet and stretch your hand to heaven and say these few words after me. Are you sure you are ready? These are affirmations and I, be I believe that it will work in your life. Say to yourself, I will not struggle. My love life will be pure and blameless. My marital destiny is ordained by God. My husband will be a fruitful vine. We will flourish in our homes. My children will be like vigorous young olives. They will sit around my table. My home is blessed. I win favor on every side. I receive a good name in the sight of God and in the sight of man. There will be peace within my walls. There will be peace within my walls. God will establish me and guide me. God will establish me and guide me to prosper. All things will work together for my good. I receive the perfect love that casts out all. 
happy wife for the men in the room. I am a happy husband. I am filled with the Holy Ghost. My fountain is blessed. My husband is blessed. My wife is blessed for the men. I am healed by his stripes. I am free from mental challenges. I am living to fulfill the number of my days. I will not die young. I will not die before my season of transformation. I will not die before my miracle happens. I will live to fulfill the number of my days. I am blessed and highly favored. My family is blessed and highly favored. I have the happiest family in the world. I am blessed and not caused. I will never be depressed. I will never be downcast. I am not a failure. I am not frustrated. Peace is my portion. Joy unspeakable is my inheritance. I have a sound mind. I have self-control. I am no longer a slave to fear. Celebrate what God has done already. Shout a big hallelujah.